Happy Friday! Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. We're the daily podcast that's analyzing the 1985 Disney film one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we are joined once again to close out the week by Sean German. Yay! Thank you very much for having me back. (laughs) Uh, I'm so glad that we made you a fan of this movie, that we got you to guess on, like, that's perfect. It's like the dream story. Oh, yeah. It's it's been, I mean, a dream come true for me just to, well, one, discover this great movie that I, I don't even know if I'd ever heard of. I was just not in my consciousness at all to to, to find a great movie like this. Um, then to discover the podcast, I, I mean, I knew of the podcast, but I wasn't listening to it because I hadn't seen the movie. But now I am listening because I have. Um, and then to get to be a guest participant in the podcast. And then this week, um, really a perfect, great week. Thank you very much for, 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 for selecting me for, um, I mean, so many, so many great things. We learn the, why that strange URL for the website, the name of the Facebook group, (laughs) the apparition in the mirror, so many revelations, so many good times. Just uh, such a great week. And maybe someday we'll all get together and actually finally watch the documentary that was made on Return (laughs) to Us. Oh, man. Or they'll just finish the new one. I mean, at this point, either seems equally likely to happen anytime soon. Yeah, with another one coming out this year. 2017 still for our Mars listeners. Uh, Yeah. I'm excited for that like uh, that sounds great um the people who are making it seem really passionate they're uh, i know they're getting great interviews because you see some of the actors involved in this movie have an imdb credit for appearing in it so i mean we'll see what happens but it just tortures me to know that there was a documentary made about the movie that we're doing our movies <laughs> minutes podcast on and i can't get it it's just like but what if it answers all the questions? (laughs) I mean, to be fair, we've come up with some questions that I don't think they would have anticipated people wanting answers to. Um, I doubt they have nearly as many Uncle Henry (laughs) He broke his leg, Tierney. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they probably don't spend as much time on the house in Kansas. (laughs) Look, I'm still upset by that house. They're now doing construction on the house across the street from me. I'm just like, I'm going to watch this. They build from right to left. Doesn't everyone? That's not how it works. Oh my God. And I've prefaced so many things on this podcast with being like, look, I'm not an expert and even I know. Um, today, I'm not an expert on, but am thrilled to discuss uh, Minute 62, which starts with Mombi informing the apparition in the mirror, Ozma, that she is trapped. And it, oh my god, we'll get into it. It's so well done. Um, 60 seconds later, we see the wheelers under the gump. So they've caught up. Um, mm-hmm. But first, let's finish out our fantastic villain oh, yes. scene. We had said yesterday that she's playing her mandolin, which is the equivalent of stroking the cat, uh, cackling. Uh, essentially, she is monologuing. 
Because the apparition in the mirror does not speak right. back to her. So she's monologuing. And the way she says, nobody knows where you are. There's nobody even left who, who even knows are. who you are. Oh. oh, this is, and you know, we, we talked a couple minutes ago in the beginning of the week, how kind of over the top uh, Gene Marsh was acting as, uh, you know, as Dorothy and gang are escaping, <sighs> she's yelling, she's screaming, she's run around, she's throwing doors open, she's you know smashing mirrors with stools and then this is the opposite end of the spectrum this is the the quiet scary this is where like i'd be less scared if she was yelling it's the quiet the calm that you just know the seething is just under the surface as she she strums away at the mandolin and the way she says that there's there's nobody left who even knows who you are gives me chills it's so good. It's so good. It, it, in, in analyzing this minute by minute, it makes me wonder, like, what the timeline is, but you don't even think of that. You are way too busy being like, what the heck? Yeah. When you're watching this straight through. And again, you've said, you can tell it's a girl in the mirror. Like, there's a dress that she's moving around, but we still have not really seen, we have not seen right. this person. It's still right. very So dirty. it's a, you know, it's a someone, it's a it's a body. Trapped in a yeah. mirror, which for the record, there's <laughs> movie two. Trapped in mirrors. I'm just saying. All right. But then it's so, so how long has this thing been yeah. there? Long enough that it's been forgotten. That is crazy. It is. I love that idea, though, that Ozma's been trapped for so long. No one yeah. remembers. Nobody well, left. To be fair, most of the people are turned to stone. <laughs> yeah, this all happened last week. There's nobody left who remembers who you are. God, it's it's just such a good, perfect... Um, and, and that's all we get. I mean, I said like, oh, it's exposition. We're figuring out. I'm just like, wait, no, we're not. This is this more is mystery. Just... This is just raising more questions. Yeah. Exactly. My note is excellent mystery building. So... I, I don't know. Um, and then it's and over. And then, we, yeah, we leave we leave Mombi for the week um, to enjoy some lovely day is night shooting with mm-hmm. the wheelers. Um, because <laughs> we see the wheelers on the ground. They have caught up. They are underneath the gump. Um, but then we see up with the gump, and it is very definitely still nighttime. And you can kind of tell it's supposed to be nighttime on the ground as well. But I, I love a good... I love a bad attempt at day is night shooting. Oh man. When you can catch it, it makes me so happy. And I don't know why. Like it's not like it's some crazy special effects trick that only like happens all the time. Though in in, uh, the movie's defense, we do see it is a full moon. So there would be it would there would be some light. You know, we would be able to see the wheelers it's not you know it's not like pitch black complete darkness but yeah i don't know if the moon is quite that bright <laughs> or consistent well, yeah. throughout as they're moving. uh they they got their masks back on they hit mm-hmm. their lockers before they yeah i love it um because it's it's when they're moving down you see that they're yeah the faces are back so i i was wrong the masks are back i'm sorry i lied to I yeah lied the to the listeners. I think that was wishful yeah, thinking on the my part. The lead guy, I forget his name. Um, we we see his face. Um, 
But then the other guys are wearing the mask with, yeah, the, the face on the tops of their head. Yeah, the only person whose face we ever see is Ponsmar, uh, who doesn't have, like, a special character's name. It's just Ponsmar is such a good name. No, you don't need more than that. Yeah. And also, the way you just said that, I really need someone to now say Ponsmar, because it was exactly in the same tone as Long. <laughs> um, Ponsmar. Ponsmar. Um, yeah, we'll, like almost catch a glimpse of someone else's face but his is the only one that's ever in focus um and and then they they've caught up which they were what the gump had such a head right. start right yeah is it just because he only has the one speed yeah i'm guessing he well and he's just going fast yeah well and he's carrying well a a metal man a pumpkin head a girl and a chicken and you know those the, the couch can't be very light so I'm I'm guessing he no. you know he doesn't go very fast and they and they even say something because uh, Jack you know can you speed oh, yeah. up and and, well, and Gump says hey well you know if someone wants to jump out I could go faster oh we will <laughs> God I love that because I have the note Jack I know you just want to survive but don't yeah. try to kill TikTok uh, TikTok is the heaviest <laughs> which it seems I, that's kind of rude it, to point out like yeah it's a fair point but it's one you should have just thought to yourself instead of saying out loud you know (laughs) it's the way he does it though like he's just like well tiktok you're the heaviest (laughs) like he doesn't actually say it he doesn't need to (laughs) um and one thing that i hadn't thought of until i was watching this minute by minute at least i think i mean who knows what i thought when i was a kid um jack had never seen wheelers yes yeah so we he asked yeah they are. are they those are wheelers. So yeah, so I guess that tells us in the time between when uh, when Mombi first used the, the the powder of life or tested it on Jack, and then when she locked him away in the room, he must have. I, I'm guessing he didn't leave. Uh, didn't leave the palace. Yeah, well, he's always been in that room when he like he was assembled and brought to life. But this is more evidence that. The wheelers are the worst henchmen in the world and not actually doing anything for Mombi. Because <laughs> Jack was brought to right. life and then no one went upstairs until Dorothy showed up. Right. Um, because Mombi had no reason to go upstairs. She had forgotten he was there. But we had hypothesized, like, well, are the wheelers doing stuff for her? Are they around? Are they in? No, apparently these steps are as far as they ever got. Because, and he has never seen them he's never heard them but i i do love that he right away like tiktok doesn't need to explain that the wheelers are bad news he sees like what are those those are wheelers hey uh could we get away <laughs> from these wheelers well yeah because e- even jack you know with his you know his sweet nature and his trusting heart he he's not like and oh his limited yeah. life experience he's like oh look they're coming to help us no he even even jack <laughs> knows like i think we want to get away from these guys <laughs> Yep. It's such a a good minute. And again, I just have to hand it off. It had never occurred to me that the person voicing the gump, this is like the first time they'd voiced a whole, like, you know, I'm assuming he'd done things here and there, like with his friends. But the fact that Lyle Conway gives this performance and he, he, I mean, he was an actor. Mm -hmm. He has this, there's acting credit, but like, he wasn't an actor. He did the special effects. 
and this is great. <laughs> um, it actually reminds me quite a bit, even though there isn't like a direct one-to-one, it does feel a lot like the boat scene in The Princess Bride, with like Fezzik and Inigo going back and forth, and Buttercup lying there, and Dorothy's asleep. Yeah. I don't know. Is that yeah. just me? The way there's, the, the way every, it just feels of a kind. Yeah, I, 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 it hadn't occurred to me, but once you said it, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, with the way, you know, Jack's asking if they can go faster and the Princess Bride, they're wondering, you know, when they see the, the man in black coming oh, yeah. after them, is he using the same wind we are? Lighten the load. <laughs> oh, when, um, when, they're cl- when Fezzik is climbing up the Cliffs of Insanity and they're like, how can he be gaining on us? <laughs> well, he's only one person. <laughs> And I have three yeah. of you. <laughs> Maybe that's what originally I was like, Gump and Fezzik could like definitely go get drinks together and swap stories. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but I'm now picturing <laughs> it and it's great. <laughs> and it's beautiful. But yeah. The Gump needs a straw, but it's going to work out. There are definite parallels. Yeah, definitely. Can you drink whiskey through a straw? That sounds like a terrible idea. The other option is a trough. He doesn't have arms. Yeah, that's even more dangerous, actually. A trough of whiskey. I mean, and I'm not a big drinker, but I think even if I was, that would not no, be a good idea. No, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I might need to write that big thing. <laughs> the gum and hanging out. <laughs> They're both just such put-upon characters. Like... They are doing all the work and getting none of the credit. Well, not none of the credit, because Jack doesn't blame the gump for not being able to speed up. He is perfectly willing to <laughs> offer a solution. <laughs> he, yes, Jack does try to help in, in a way. Oh my god. And what is it that TikTok responds? Like, he doesn't say, I think you will not, but I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that would have been amazing because the way, because again, Jack doesn't actually say it, but if TikTok, if Jack had said like, I think we should throw TikTok over, I think we'll throw TikTok overboard, and <laughs> TikTok had responded, I think you will not, but then still with the mustache click, <laughs> I guess Jack would never be that mean. No, I'm sure he wouldn't really do it. He was just. But it, it would have been a good callback. <laughs> Mr. TikTok, you're the heaviest. Yeah, Miss Mister TikTok to kind of yeah throw him off, put him <laughs> yeah. at ease. Yeah, yep, just slide yeah. that in there. We're gonna take one for the team. And you know what? Where's the lunch pail? Because we've seen that TikTok can handle himself amongst whalers. Oh, yes, this is true. <laughs> Maybe the solution is to parachute him overboard, have him take out the whale. But you know what? I don't think they have the lunch pail anymore, do they? No, I don't think they. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they grabbed it when they. Uh, when everyone was jumping onto the, the couch. Yeah. So this actually came up in the script. Uh, yeah. Ooh. So a, oh a couple minutes ago. Um, so when they're, when they're boarding, uh, in fi- minute 59, when they're boarding the, the sofa and trying to make their push out, uh, TikTok sit, uh, let's see, clang, TikTok jump, drops his lunch pail. TikTok says, my lunch pail. And then they have to get on. And then... In this minute... Close enough. I'm really sad we didn't get uh, the line of TikTok going, I've lost, the, I've lost the quote, but TikTok yeah. complains about not having his... Li- TikTok says, I wish I had my lunch pail still. 
maybe maybe it's coming up in a couple more minutes. But okay, I had it oh, okay. I had it marked, but I I can't find the I can't find my note. But TikTok does bring up the lunch pail another time and says, oh, I wish I had my lunch pail." But see, I wanted to be like the salty old soldier, like if only I had my lunch pail, I'd take care of them. They'd be running for the hills <laughs> if only I had trusty old lunch pail yeah. with me. They're lucky I don't have my lunch pail. But, yeah, exactly. I could see spinning it like that, but I, I do love the idea of like him being upset when he drops it. Like that, I want to be the most pathetic, <laughs> whiny kid thing ever. <laughs> my lunch pail. Oh, here it is. I. Uh, I feel like a genius, though. Yeah, it's before the exchange with Jack. Uh, okay. Yeah, when they're they're flying, it's before Dorothy goes to sleep. TikTok just says, "I wish I had my lunch pail," uh, and Jack says, "We never should have done this. It would have been better to end my days as a pie." Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's grim. <laughs> I'm glad they cut that. Now, first of all, I'm glad they cut him bringing up the lunch pail again before we see the wheelers mm. because that's unearned. Um. And also, I'm very glad that we don't see depressed Jack <laughs> in a minute that I think I named the power of positive thinking. <laughs> that would have been a very different tone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's a different movie. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on these wheelers and attempts to murder Tick? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, and then just at the very end of this minute, we get a little glimpse of... Gump flying over. Is that a desert? I don't see Anakin Skywalker <laughs> in it. Ooh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's not really a deep cut, yeah. but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, well, I just uh, want to make sure because I was going to say, so Sean, since you have watched the rest of this minute, I know I'm so glad that you enjoyed these minutes you did get, but we wanted to open up anything you wanted to talk about not restricted to these. We don't have a... We don't worry about spoilers. We just enjoy the movie. Uh, yeah. And also, I mean, you came in pretty late because you must be just catching up now. Huh? Yeah, I have been uh, binging. Yeah, since since I watched... Since that first night where I watched the, the first half of the movie... I have been binging uh, your podcast to to catch up, um, and <laughs> that is so weird to hear. I mean, I sorry, I just like that makes total sense, but it's just like really? wait, really? Because like it's it's me and Mike. Like, yeah. I'm so I'm the anyway. yeah. So if you got if I don't know how closely you watch the uh, the analytics of your downloads, but uh, I like to even <laughs> if I'm not you know even if I'm not going to be able to listen to it all right away. I will download everything mm-hmm. that's available. So that one little spike where suddenly there was one day of, you know, <laughs> I guess at that point you might have been already like 40 <laughs> minutes in, you know, so one day you had 40 extra downloads and then like the next day it went back to normal. That was me catching up. Um, oh, yeah, so, so I'm the one. Um, but yeah, I had something not not any particular minute of the movie. But just going off of uh, something that uh, Rick, uh, Rick Ingram from Mad Max Minute had touched on a little bit, talking about how uh, this time in Oz could be, uh, you know, could be a dream of Dorothy while she's in the hospital or could be, you know, sort of, you know, she's going to her happy place and not necessarily that that all this is happy, but she's escaping the reality of what's going on in the hospital 
and in her imagination going back to Oz. And, and Rick had mentioned um, Jacob's Ladder as sort of a parallel. And um, I had I actually had a, had a similar thought. And so when he started it, I'm like, oh, man, he's stealing my comment that I wanted to make. Uh, but, it, but it worked out okay because he mentioned a different movie than the one I was thinking of. Um, I thought of Sunker, Sucker Punch, uh, which is, if you haven't seen it, it's not a good movie. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen it because I was specifically told, no, 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 no. Because I remember once being like, well, I should catch yeah. up on that sometime. I never saw it. And literally, Chris just was like, no, you're, you're not missing that. anything. <laughs> um, but very briefly, it's uh, it's a young woman who is, you know, locked up in an asylum. And um, I think it's a, I think she's eventually scheduled for lobotomy um, as opposed to the electro electroshock therapy that 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 Dorothy's getting. It's, it's all bad. bad. <laughs> but she's locked up in an asylum. And so she goes into her happy place, her imagination, which is where all the women in the asylum are now um, the uh, working girls trying to trying to keep it PG. <laughs> um, they're in yeah, uh, a fair. cabaret sort of thing where they're trapped in a house and they're forced to perform for men. And so and that's also horrible. And so in her dream, she then goes into another level of dream inside of that to escape what's going on in the cabaret. So it's um, it's a potentially interesting concept that you know really wasn't uh, executed that well. But it's the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. or you know, the presumably or possibly the same kind of thing where some you know young woman or young person is in. Uh, you know, institutionalized and then so goes into a different world in their imagination to escape. And um, one thing I thought of is the the wheelers, the the squeaky, the, the squeakiness of their wheels kind of mirrors the sound of the the gurneys in the hospital squeaking. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yep. it's not fun. no, not not <laughs> fun, and uh, you know I don't know if that interpretation necessarily enhances uh, this movie, and it certainly it's again I do not recommend anyone go out and seek out Sucker Punch <laughs> if you haven't seen it, and I should probably I'm sorry I mentioned it. It's not a good movie, um, <laughs> but just a, a a potential parallel for a theory of yeah. of what's going on. And but that's you know that's it's not just this movie as I think you discussed when when Rick w- Rick and Julia were on the show, uh, there's similar types of theories uh, to explain the original Wizard of Oz as well. Yeah. Um, you know the her yeah. Dorothy's first um, trip to to Oz. Uh, yeah. One thing I just realized when you were saying that is, have you heard the thing like oh uh, one of the tells. That it's not real worlds like no one ever you never see anyone sleeping. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like like it you know, like that's that's the tell. Like everyone's always awake and doing stuff. This and I realized I was like, oh and Dorothy's sleeping here, so it is real, you know, and that's what I was thinking. And then I was thinking about Dorothy sleeping. This has been one day. She got to Oz at breakfast (laughs) and all of this has happened. This has all been one day. A day in the life of yeah. That is crazy. No wonder she's tired. This has been a heck of a day. Oh, yeah. No wonder 
actually don't even care what happens next. I wouldn't either by this point. This has been one day. Because <laughs> I had debated, like, what the timeline was for the original Wizard of Oz, how much mm-hmm. time was passing. And, yeah, she gets to the Emerald City. She sees all this stuff. She gets captured. She escapes. I mean, it's late. I mean, this is probably technically the next day. You know, like, it's it's 3 a.m. Right. or something. But even so, no wonder the kid <laughs> needs to lie down. And she, she's just a kid. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And thank you. Thank yeah. you for having yeah. me on. Thank you for giving me the the perfect week, five wonderful minutes, and an <laughs> opportunity to, to discuss this wonderfully zany movie. <laughs> hey, glad we were able to share the magic of Oz yeah. with another person. Yes. Also nice to know it holds up without the childhood nostalgia. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, because that's a lot of that's that is a crucial. big question. A lot of times we watch these movies later and you wonder, yeah, what someone who just sees this now as an adult without the nostalgia, without growing up with it, what will they think? And I'm gonna tell you they're gonna love it. That's what they're gonna think. <laughs> <laughs> you might even be a little braver, so make it <laughs> through the whole thing. Actually, I that was one of the things I loved. Our guest, um, Chris, when he was on, he was like, all right, so if I was a kid, here's where I would have left the room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but you did it. Good job being a grown-up. So, yeah, I think it it's hard because on the one hand, it's like, all right, well, you don't have to worry about people being scared <laughs> if they're watching it for the first time. But you do lose, like, okay, I've... I just know, like, TikTok and Jack are good. That's just what it is. I grew up with them. I wish I had McDonald's toys of them. Like, that's that's where they live in my in my mind. So I am I am thrilled that it held up and even surpassed my what I'm sure was a beautifully garbled uh, explanation of this movie. Yeah, no, it's 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 everything you said it would be and more. <laughs> nice. The talking chicken oh, pays uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> Wisecracking chicken. The yeah, the yeah, the sassy yeah. wisecracking yeah. chicken. Just yeah. Why doesn't every movie have one of those? <laughs> They're missing out. All right. Well, I'm gonna give you one more chance to plug. Oh your well, projects. thank you. So yeah, if any of your listeners uh, want to hear more of me and what I have to say about movies, I did a little thing called the Spinal Tap Minute, where we did what. Uh, Tierney and Mike are doing to return to Oz, only I did it to the movie This Is Spinal Tap with my co-host Heidi Bennett. And that's completed. It's up online. You can find it iTunes, Google Play, SpinalTapMinute.com. So go there, check it out, download it, listen. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And then I also do a little weekly thing. It's uh, It's not a movie podcast, but it's a mime podcast called Five Minutes of Mime. And that is uh, currently ongoing each week. I put up a, a new episode Thursday night, and you can find that at 5minutesofmime.com, and that's F-I-V-E, uh, five spelled out. And that is also through the, uh, the website, the iTunes, the Google Play, all that jazz. All right. If you are looking for... Our show, we also have a website, returntoozminute.com, a.k.a. weogtiagpiag.com. We're on 
the social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Oz Minute, and that's also how you can find us on Facebook searching. Um, but if you search Return to Oz Minute on Facebook, you not only will find our page, you'll find our listeners group, The Listener's Flying Sofa, which we've talked a lot about this week since we finally have our flying sofa. It's a closed group, but that's to make sure that, like, you're not a robot or just selling sunglasses <laughs> or something like that. You know, it, it's it's not because we're so there's, exclusive. There's a robot like, in uh, the movie, Tierney. <laughs> well, but, Let's not well, offend you know him. What? TikTok, <laughs> if TikTok had a profile picture and multiple friends and had obviously been active on Facebook for more than one day, I'd probably let him in too, okay? I mean... <laughs> That's, you know what I mean. His one friend uh, is the king of Oz. just trying to Oz. let people not be intimidated. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can find all our projects. I mentioned I co-host another Movies by Minutes podcast. John has been involved a lot. And we have all guested on multiple other shows. Um, you can find everything that has been completed, like Spinal Tap uh, a Minute, or is ongoing, like Return to Oz Minute right now, at moviesbyminutes.com and that is maintained by our maker if we're gonna get star wars referency uh pete the retailer of star wars minute oversees it and there were other podcasts doing kind of similar things but star wars minute is really the uh the god pod as i call it started it all um, which that joke worked a lot better before there was a Godfather <laughs> minute. So that's why I don't make it quite as often anymore, but I still maintain that that's what it, what it should so be. So praise the makers. Yes, exactly. I wonder if that creeps them out. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little too far. That might be a little too far. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's all good. It's a good empire to be a part of. Positive part of. All right. Um, well... Thank you so much for joining us all this week, Sean. Um, we will see you around the flying sofa and many internet <laughs> opportunities. Absolutely. And Mike and I will be back on Monday with another episode of Return to Oz Minute. You want to start us off this time since I've monopolized the place? Sure. We-og? T-og? P-og. 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 P-og.